I recently attended a workshop and the workshop was for coaching and peer coaching. And while I was there, there were some things that they shared that really gave me kind of like a mindset shift. And it was interesting because what we discussed were things that I inherently believed, but it was kind of nice that there is some research to back it up. And so I wanted to share with you some of those things, especially as it's pertaining to the beginning of the school year, where you could be setting goals for your professional education growth and how to maybe frame some of your goals and think of your mindset and maybe there's a mind shift that you need to make, they can actually help you be more productive as a teacher. What I want to share with you today is how to improve your teaching by focusing on your strengths and not worrying about your weaknesses. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. I want to start off with this quote from the book Strengths-Based Leadership, which was by Tom Rath and Barry Conchi. And it says, quote, if you spend your life trying to be good at everything, you will never be great at anything. While our society and our profession encourages us to be well-rounded, this approach inadvertently breeds mediocrity. But of all the leaders we have studied, we have yet to find one who has world-class strength in all of these areas. Sure, many leaders can get by or are above average in several domains, but paradoxically, those who strive to be competent in all areas become the least effective leaders overall. Close quote. So when we are looking at us ourselves as teachers, we are leaders and we are leaders of our classroom. And what hit me the most is when we were going through this training and when we were thinking about our strengths and there were a lot of different things that we talked about not focusing on our weaknesses, it was almost like opposite that we've ever been taught as teachers. So with our teaching evaluation rubric, a lot of times the conversation and the coaching conversation that we have, and you might be still having these kind of conversations with instructional leaders and with your administration, and it's not, I'm not blaming them or saying that they're doing it wrong, but it's just really interesting because the way that we've been trained is that we discuss, oh, this is what you're doing well, and this is where you can improve. Like, here are your weaknesses. But it was just fascinating to look at some studies that really teach us that that idea is actually contrary to our growth. So I'm thinking of our specific rubric when it comes to our teacher evaluations is we have a not effective or not met at all, which in most cases, you really would have to just like show up as a teacher and sit there if you showed up at all. Like, honestly, it's very hard to get like that, like not effective. Now, the minimally effective, it's possible to get that. But if you are still 
minimally effective in every single category in our personal rubric in the state of Utah, you still are a teacher. Like you're not even on any sort of like probation or needing improvement or needing additional instruction. So thinking about this, like why do we even focus on the things that we really need to improve because there are weaknesses when really what we should be doing is learning what makes us great and unique in the classroom and how do we capitalize on those strengths and keep doing those things that will help us potentially be better and better at educators. So you might be wondering why I'm bringing this up now where it's the beginning of the year instead of like partway through the year. Well, first off, it's fresh in my memory for from this workshop. But secondly, in the state of Utah, we are asked to set some goals for the year. And so I'm looking at my goals a little bit differently because now instead of looking at some things that I struggle with, which quite honestly, like no matter how much that I want to improve them, I just really don't have it in me to have that drive to improve them. You know, it's kind of like that old saying of like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, which I know some people agree and disagree with. But quite honestly, it's, you know, it's like when you, if you have ever been in a relationship or if you're married and you're thinking that you're going to change someone, well, that's really not going to happen. So why should we hold ourselves up to that expectation? So I've been really thinking about maybe just totally abandoning thinking about the things that I need to improve on, but looking at those things that I'm already good at and see what I can do to make those skills even better. Lucy Hone, who has a TED Talk on being resilient and the characteristics of a resilient person, she actually did a study with 5,000 New Zealand adults and From the findings of that, it was that those who know their strengths were nine times more likely to flourish. And those who know and use their strengths were 19 times more likely to flourish. So think about the impact that focusing on your strengths can actually have on your teaching starting immediately. Now, one question that I have is, how do you even find out your strengths? Sometimes it's really hard to know what your strengths are, especially when we are taught to kind of be humble and not brag about ourselves. So there are a couple ways where you can tap into and find out what your strengths are. First off, if you have any sort of instructional coach or someone in your building or even in your district who is willing to come and observe you and that would be a great place to start. And you can specifically ask them the data that you're looking for is you're looking for your strengths. You don't want to know about what your weaknesses are and maybe you weren't on the left side of the classroom as much as you were on the right. What you want to know is what were your strengths? How did things, why did things work out really well in your class? Or maybe not everything worked out really well, but there's probably at least one thing that worked really well. What was that so that you can intentionally put that in your lessons and incorporate in that your every day and make it a habit. Now, if you don't have an instructional coach or somebody in your building that you can utilize like that, there are a couple different ways that you can find out what your strengths are. 
One is to record yourself. So you could set up your phone at the back of the classroom or even the side of the classroom, and you could record yourself teaching. Now it's a little bit harder to then look back and say, okay, what's my strength? Because sometimes it's hard for you to like remove yourself and actually look at yourself unobjectively, but that is a way that you can maybe find out what some of your strengths are. Now, my final suggestion is ask an administrator. A lot of administrators really love to coach and they don't really get that opportunity very much because they are always seen as evaluators. And if you have them come in and you specifically are asking once again, not for your weaknesses, but you are looking for your strengths. You want to know your strengths so that you can better improve on them. I wouldn't, I don't know a single administrator who would not wholly support a teacher who is wanting to improve on their practice. So I don't often have homework accompanied with these podcasts, but for this episode, I do because I really want you to find out what are your strengths when it comes to you in your classroom? Is it your relationships that you have with students? Is it your organization? Is it your presentation? Is it your transitions? Find out what makes you good and unique at what you do because that is going to start you on the path of getting better and ultimately creating the schedule of your dreams. Now, we haven't talked about anything today besides getting in tune with your strengths, but one of the things that sometimes can keep you away from looking at your strengths and those things is because you are so bogged down with everything else that you have to do in a day. And so I really want to make sure that you can get things done while you're at school, during your contract time, during your planning period. And I have a free guide that you can download that will really help you plan out your week with brain dumping and prioritizing and really making sure that you get those things done that are really going to put you on the path to success and help you reach your goals. So if you go to kristenmasick.com forward slash get things done, you can download that resource immediately and you can start planning today. I would love to hear the strengths that you have in the classroom and I would love to hear how this episode has hopefully gotten you excited about your teaching and how to improve and how to become the best educator possible. If you would give me a DM, I would love that. So find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.